I'm Nick Park and this is the XXXY Files, a series of messages, podcasts and videos from Evangelical Alliance Ireland on sexuality and gender, helping and equipping Christians to hold and share a biblical position with clarity and love. This is file number nine, Ideology in the Classroom. As society's values and morality continue to move in a different direction as to that which we hold in the Christian church, we should not be surprised if that creates conflict situations in our interaction with society. And that is certainly true of the education system. In the past, many parents have looked to schools to back up the standards and values that were taught in the home. At one time, that seemed straightforward. Most families in Ireland were Catholic and most schools were run by the Catholic Church. Schools instructed children in Catholic doctrine and broadly taught values and morality consistent with Catholicism. A much smaller network of Protestant schools ran a parallel system for Protestant children. That system wasn't perfect and minorities, including evangelical Christians, sometimes had to push back when they found their children being coerced into religious instruction, some would say indoctrination, that was contradictory to what was being taught at home. Some of us withdrew our children from mainstream education, setting up independent Christian schools or homeschooling, but that is a different subject that we don't have time or space to address here. Today there are many more minorities represented among Irish school children. We are also rapidly approaching the point, if we have not already reached it, where the majority of children, even in schools under Catholic Church patronage, do not come from homes where the Catholic faith is practised. Constitutionally, there is recognition of the role that church schools play in Ireland's educational system, and schools have the right to operate a school under a religious ethos. However, under the Constitution, the primary responsibility for education of children lies with parents. The state also has a role supporting parents and schools and ensuring that every child receives an adequate education. Many evangelical believers feel extremely concerned that the state is promoting and facilitating approaches to sexuality and gender that are contradictory to our own beliefs and values. We have the right to express how we feel about this, as does any Irish citizen or resident. Churches, denominations and groups like Evangelical Alliance Ireland will continue to speak out as we do on many issues of public interest and concern. But there is no legal or constitutional requirement that compels the state to listen to us. They will reply that as a religious minority we are free to practice our faith, but that we cannot expect the state to enforce our views on everyone else. Those denominations that run schools do have a greater voice as stakeholders in the mainstream educational system. It makes sense then for us as evangelicals to develop good relationships with them and to offer our support when they resist state attempts to push unbiblical and immoral ideologies. From a constitutional standpoint, the voices of parents carry far more weight on educational issues than the voices of pastors and priests. We need to encourage parents to express their views when they believe that changes are occurring in schools that are detrimental to their children. It would be even better if parents could cooperate and organise together. However, it is important that religious groups are not seen to be orchestrating this in the name of parents. That will give politicians the opportunity to simply dismiss parents' valid concerns as religious interference. 
Evangelical Alliance Ireland has asked the Department of Education to ensure that the views of parents are fully taken into account before making any changes in sex education or any classes dealing with sexuality and gender. The department claims that there has been extensive consultation with parents, but it is far from clear whether changes being implemented really reflect the parental submissions that were received. We also need to be realistic in that the majority of parents' views will not necessarily be as traditional as we might assume. Given the direction in which society is headed and remembering the percentages and the demographics that voted for same-sex marriage and abortion in recent referenda, it is quite possible that a majority of parents would still support changes in schools that we as evangelical Christians might find disturbing. Schools are necessary, but they are still part of the world. Christians who are following Christ by being in the world but not of the world cannot assume that schools are always going to be on the same page as us when it comes to what is good for our children. There is, however, a second aspect to this issue. Evangelical Christians, including their children, have a right to freedom of religious belief and expression. Parents have a right to protest if their children are being taught beliefs and values that go against their core beliefs. The Minister of Education has already acknowledged this in that parents may remove their children from sex education classes if they have an objection to what is being taught. Similarly, in discussions with the Minister for Children and Equality, we have made clear that children should not be forced to participate in gay pride activities that are contrary to their beliefs. It was brought to our attention that children of evangelical parents were being ordered to design a pride poster in art class. We are not advocating bullying or discrimination of children who identify as gay, but no one should be compelled to express pride in or approval of something that is contrary to their faith. This applies to all beliefs. A Jewish child should not be compelled to design a poster advertising bacon. A Muslim child should not be compelled to design a Christmas poster that describes Jesus as God's only son, nor indeed should an atheist's child. It is perfectly in order then for a school student to politely say, I'm sorry, but I'm not willing to participate in an activity that is contrary to my religious beliefs. Now let's be clear what we are saying and not saying here. We are not saying this is against my beliefs, so it must not be taught to any student in any school. What we are saying is this is against my beliefs and I exercise my right under human rights law not to have this forced on my child. Now, this is not an easy stand for parents or for the child to take. At Evangelical Alliance Ireland, we stand ready to offer support to anyone who finds themselves in these difficult circumstances. We want to support Christian parents, Christian children and Christian teachers. But we also want to help you to work through such situations in a way that will demonstrate the love of Jesus and will produce the best possible outcome for everyone, particularly the children who are involved. This needs a lot more attention, so we're going to expand on this more next week. So do join us for the next episode, episode 10 of the XXXY Files. And feel free to get in touch with me at nick at evangelical.ie. As I say each week, I want to avoid misunderstandings. And if there are aspects we're missing out and need to cover, then I'd love to know about that. When I teach this kind of material in a seminar or a conference, then we usually have question and answer sessions. So please do feel free to get in touch if you need something clarified or have a concern, a criticism 
or a word of encouragement. I want to particularly thank a number of people who have sent in emails just saying how overall they are appreciating the approach that we're taking in these XXXY files. Uh, Thank you so much for that encouragement. Uh, God bless you and join us again next week.